Hey gang, this is Andy Zook, and you're listening to a special episode of Bad at Parties on the Road for the Future Ghost Tour. Over the coming weeks, I'll be releasing episodes, small conversations, and full concerts for my Northwest tour. This week's event was recorded live with the band Pure Ivy at the Garden City Projects just outside of Boise, Idaho. Kate from Pure Ivy and I got to talk between our songs about what we played, but before and after that, you'll get to hear a few of the songs that each of us played that night. Thank you for everyone that was able to join us, support, and be a part of the tour. If you would like to learn more about the organizations and bands that made this possible, click on the links embedded within the podcast. Here we go. Bad at Parties, Future Ghost Tour with Pure Ivy, live at the Garden City Projects. Hi, everyone. How's it going? Good. Hi, I'm Andy. Um, so today, this is kind of the first, or I guess it's the second show of the Bad at Parties, Bears and Other Carnivores podcast tour. Um, you don't know what any of those things mean to the most part. Um, I do a podcast that's called Bad at Parties, and it's one-on-one conversations with other artists. So right now it's on the road. I also play in a band called Bears and Other Carnivores. Um, today, most of you already know Pure Ivy. They're going to be playing a little bit later. So just to give you a little bit of concept of what today is going to look like, um, I'm going to start out by playing about four or five songs, do a little half set. They're going to do the same. There's going to be a little conversation in the middle. You can then go get some beers and stuff. We'll do a half set each afterwards. And that's pretty much it. So that's what we're going to be doing tonight. It's a little bit different of a spin, but it's really focused around this idea of how do we talk about the stuff that we're doing and, and why are we doing these things that we are doing? Um, so thank you, Bridget, for having us in your space. It's a really cool, creative space. Um, so yeah, happy to get started. So I'm going to kick us off, um, and then Pure Ivy will be up. So thanks all for coming out. I'm gone. 
next is Kira Ivy. actually the space where Pure Ivy practices, so it kind of feels really homey for us. Tonight we're missing our drummer, but we figured this was kind of a small space to blare your ears with some drums in here. Um, but Peyton Blackwell over here usually plays with us. So we'll be playing a little acoustic stuff for you guys tonight.
microphone over here which now is on yeah that was so good thank you I love that so much wasn't that great oh my gosh I'm just gonna keep asking you to applaud I'm not um so I thought it was really cool when you were playing I think that like this big thing I kept on pulling was like these little I mean especially in the third track the the theological like tell me your literal meaning and then also followed by the new song that or that other song that you just played um and the theological pieces that are kind of like a part of that. Um, I wanted to talk about like, okay, where's the church coming into this? Where is that? <laughs> yeah, it seems I can't really run away from that. <laughs> right? We try. We try, but we can't. It always comes no, out No, it's still the same. So is that, I assume then, that is part of your background. Yeah, I actually grew up evangelical Southern Baptist. Mm. Hellfire, brimstone. Mm -hmm. Can I get an amen? You had the same haircut at the time, I assume. <laughs> of course. Of yeah. course, no, that's it. It was down to my butt. So. Really? Yeah. That's some Baptist. <laughs> yeah, not kidding around. <laughs> no, so then where you're at with what you're talking about there, it sounds kind of, I mean, you said, I can't run away from it. And that very much, like, that seems like what you're saying. Yeah. In this, like that is still something that you are feeling. Is that people that are that are are coming in with that energy that you're still feeling that, or does that do you feel like that's something that's coming out of yourself, where you feel that internal pressure um, from the church? Yeah, I think it was something that was so ingrained in me, um, just like because I was raised in it from a, from when I was in diapers, you know, um, and didn't start like questioning things until. I went and got that liberal arts degree, I'll tell you what. I tell you what, that liberal <laughs> arts degree. Yeah, and when I started asking all these questions, like my entire community was church. Um, I used to lead worship three times a week. Mm -hmm. um, and so me coming out uh, was a huge like, oh, did you hear about Kate, the used-to-be worship mm. leader? Um, and I found myself like escaping through art. Um, from, like, just all the negativity, I guess. Right. Like, I was able to express how I was feeling in a way that I couldn't communicate just, like, verbally in yeah. a regular conversation. Um, yeah, so that's where a lot of those songs came from. I think that that's beautiful. And I think what, I mean, thank God for church that we get the music that we do. Like, I mean, <laughs> sure. not that that's the listen music I'm listening to. I mean, <laughs> wow, that's what I call music. Totally. Um, but... <laughs> 
um, being able to, to go back and say like, I know what it's like to have an emotional connection. Like that is a real genuine connection in the moment. There's a lot of dogma that you're pulling from that as well. But the true emotional state that you had at those times when you were playing music, like that was a real thing that you actually experienced. Yeah. And I think to then be able to say, I'm gonna continue having the good pieces of that and say like, now how do I kind of move forward with that? I think that that's really beautiful and I love the way you're going about that. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I guess like these songs have helped inspire like conversations with people and mm. it's, it's kind of nice to like have this background and this upbringing because it, it makes it a lot easier for me to have conversations with people who are still like very much immersed in that world, you know, mm -hmm. um, and still like be understanding and not so much like, wait, what are you talking, what right. are you even talking about? What right, because it's easy to, so. to move into that judgmental state. Yeah. It's easy to just be like, you're, you, one day you'll get to where I am. Right. And be like, I, enlightened <laughs> Yeah, here I am. Yeah. One day you'll get a degree. <laughs> no, not, not at all. <laughs> No, I, I think that that's so true. I I don't know. I, I like where you're coming at with that with a, from, I can't speak today. I'm sorry. You know, I like where you're coming at that from. Um, when you're putting this stuff out and you're creating this music, um, you said that that's created a lot of the conversations that you're having now. Yeah. Do you feel like that's kind of why you're, I mean, obviously, yes, A, it's creating that emotional space where it can be therapeutic it seems like. Yeah. Um, is it also, do you feel like the other main piece you're writing is to have those conversations? Does it, is that kind of the main draw or is there something else that feels like why you're coming back to let's keep creating? Yeah, I think some, like I have like two main purposes when I started writing music just therapeutically for myself. Mm -hmm. And then when I realized some people were connecting to it and they could say, yeah, me too. <laughs> I think that's a really beautiful thing as an artist to just be able to convey like you're not alone in these feelings if you feel isolated because church people don't understand you and outside of church people don't understand you and so you feel like you're in this not church but sort of church bubble like it's okay right and you're not the only person that feels that way <laughs> is one of the most beautiful things about music no matter what you're writing about like the connection aspect is beautiful um and I also write to stir up conversation mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people have really good intentions and they don't realize on the other side of those intentions are someone's heart and emotions and mm -hmm. feelings and you can have all of the good heart in the world when you're saying like oh I'm just trying to save you from sin I'm just trying to let you know <laughs> that you're going to go to hell one day right you can have the best heart because if you really right. believe they're going to the vast majority hell. of those people I want I have like this hope for people that I believe that they genuinely have a fear for you, and they're doing that out of, out of a, what is a belief of goodness. Right. Right. Exactly. So I just want them to see, like, yes, you may have good intentions, but also look at the fruit of what you're absolutely conveying to people. And I mean, I mean, when I came out, my mom didn't talk to me for a year and told me I was going to burn in hell for eternity. Mm. We've since moved a long ways right. from that. And You'll only burn in hell for a small amount of right, time. Right. Just a, just a portion, and then you. <laughs> like a couple hell. of years, but that's hell years. So who really knows? <laughs> yeah, you know. What is time? <laughs> in the grand scheme of eternity. Or in hell, right? <laughs> which is a place. Um, <laughs> but having this conversation, my mom actually told me that my music hurt her feelings. And hmm. I said, good. Absolutely. Um, That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I, I wa first, I wanted to apologize. But then I said, no. Like, I think it's okay for you to know that when you said all of those things, 
what it did. Right. And I like I hope that these conversations start happening where people with good intentions start realizing the what is the word I'm looking for? The outcomes right. of what they're pushing, these agendas they're pushing on people. Um, and start talking about that and looking a little bit broader than what they can see. Right, so. which is hard, which yeah. we're all bad at, like knowing, like we only have our own perspective right. and it's hard to be empathetic. It's hard to see beyond that. Um, what do you feel like is the conversation you wish you were able to have right now that even with music you're like, okay, I'm able to talk right now about religious things. I wish I could also talk about this thing. Do you feel like that's even there? We talked um, before, and we said there's no off-topic things. Yeah, if no, this no, is no. the off-topic thing, you there get to... There is no off-topic Okay, great. <laughs> I actually wish I could write happier songs. Hmm. <laughs> that's, that's, like, I went and played... I, we opened for a band called Sisters. They're so fun. I love Sisters. They're yeah. the greatest people. I was in one of their music videos recently. No yeah, that's they're fun. great kids. Yeah, they're really great. And their music is, like, dancey, and everyone's, like, vibing, and we opened for them, and I was like, man, I want to write happy songs. <laughs> Dude, they'll make you want to write happy songs. They're yeah, they really, really do. good. They're yeah. inspired. They're good people, too. So, yeah, I think I haven't found, like, the balance of writing happy songs that's not cheesy. And a lot of people that know me, they're like, oh, you're such, like, a happy person all mm. the time. Like, but then you write this music, and it kind of, like, oh, it's yeah. really heavy. One of my favorite things <laughs> I get to do about the podcast is call-outs. So here's my call-out. Okay. Um, I'm also really good at portraying happiness and having people be like, when I talk with you, you're so happy, but then you like release these emotional things and they're very not happy. Can you relate to that experience? Yes and no. Yeah? You um, don't think it's just a, do you feel that it's more than just a presentation that there's genuine happiness under that? Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. I mean, no, definitely sometimes I get really sad. Sure. <laughs> um, but honestly, like, getting some of this stuff out has allowed me to have space to be happy. Absolutely. You know, like, writing these songs and sharing them has brought a lot of joy in a weird way. Mm. Um, I, that sounds weird even coming out of my mouth. I don't but think like, so at all. But, like, releasing it, having other people connect, seeing that connection, and, like, being like, yeah, we're going to live through this together. Mm. And meeting new friends, like, that kind of stuff brings right. joy. Um, well, isn't that the stages of grief? To like go through a painful yeah, experience, sure. you have to go through this painful experience. You don't just get to be done with it. Exactly. You have to have some type of process. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And I think I let it out like this part of me that I grew up in the church and I've been really, really wounded by a lot of this theology is it is a portion of me and it does make me sad, but I've learned so much more about life that right. makes me happy. You either get <laughs> yeah. to carry your story with you or be burdened by it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, happy songs tend to be cheesy and a it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to write happy songs. I write them and then I throw them. Yep. <laughs> You're like, that's not <laughs> what I want to write. That I don't know. If you figure it out, let me know. Okay. Cool. I think Colby Clay figured it out. Or hmm, never mind. <laughs> I mean, if you figure a different way out, let me know. <laughs> Little Jack Johnson, like, no, no. Again, if you find a different way, really let me know. <laughs> Although I could surf. Maybe it's just yeah. got to be surfing. Maybe it's surfing. They're surfing. Who knows? Cool. Should well, move to the beach. I really appreciate you have being out here, and I'm excited. Uh, to hear the second set yeah, and keep doing you. that. So we're going to keep on hanging out. Grab some food. Grab some drinks. Pizza's free. Beer is not. You know how it goes. Hang out, and we'll get started in again in a little bit. I'll put some music on. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. Uh, this one's a brand new one. I just played it for the first time uh, on Friday.
for the show in Seattle. And we haven't decided on a name yet. So if you think of a good name, let me know. I don't know what's best if I should leave you here on your own Or if we should just take the car, drive home the night out Gassing out of the town where the noise drowns us out Where I wanna say I really wanna stay y'all. Give it up for Pure Ivy coming up with the second half, the final set. Here we go. Pure Ivy. Woo-hoo. Keep it going. Thank you. You guys want to hear a quick little story before our last song? Um, I wrote that song. I was at Boise State having the hardest day. 
it was that period with my mom. It was tough. Anyways, riding my bike, and I see this, like, preacher guy yelling. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, please, not today. I can't handle this today. And he just goes, have your sins been forgiven? And he, like, spit in my face while he was saying this. And I just, all the energy I had in my body was to flip him off. And then I wrote that song about it. So <laughs> that's where that came from. It wasn't really that deep, but yeah. And then I also had another encounter with this uh, street preacher man. I don't know why I run into those all the time. Is that a thing in Boise? Or I don't know. It's a thing at Boise State. Yeah. Yeah, it is a thing at Boise State. They like to preach the gospel. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wrote this song. And I used Bible verses to talk about how we even talk about this or begin to have a conversation. So hopefully this brings a little hope. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, yeah. Okay. Great song. It's a fun song. You, you play, like you play this, pretty this good song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Guys, thanks for being so amazing and just sitting and listening and being kind people. Yeah. Uh-huh.
arranged it in that major chord. Yeah. Thanks, you guys, so much. All right, guys, thank you all. Thank you for coming out. Thank you guys both for playing this. Thank you, Peyton, for being here. When you want to see them all three play together, it's easy. Is there another show coming up anytime soon that they could go and do that at? Ooh, so great. So stay tuned for that. But you can follow them on Facebook or Instagram, and that'd be a great way to do that. And also the Garden City Projects is a great thing that you could follow, and then you can check out when other events are happening here, or you could book your own event here. Right, Bridget? Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, you guys are the best. There's going to be a moment of silence while I get the music playing again. But you know what? We're here in an intimate conversation, and I appreciate y'all for being part of it. You're beautiful. Thanks, y'all.